What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's episode, I sit down with Hayden. He is with Golden Marsh Painting, and this was a really great episode because Hayden's in the beginning phases of really just hitting hitting the gas when it comes to growth, okay? He's got two guys that are crushing it for him, and he wants to take it to the next level. So it was a really great episode. We hit on marketing, we hit on sales, and really just general business principles that are going to help him get to that next level. So you're going to love this one. Tune in, listen all the way through, and thanks again for listening to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Um, What's going on, everyone? I'm here with Hayden Barber with Golden Marsh Painting. We're doing a business breakthrough today. Uh, Hayden informed me that he started his painting business out of necessity because you got your job got taken away from you, you know, because of COVID. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you were doing before and uh, why you even decided to get into this business. So I was first I was painting for a guy and then got a better job opportunity at a restaurant. Okay. And so I joined that restaurant but whenever COVID hit, I lost my job at the restaurant. Um, so after that, a contractor brought me in um, and I was working for him for a while and then realized that a lot of the contractors and business owners where I'm at, at least, they seem to be a little bit sketchy or they lie, cut corners. And I thought, right, well, that's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, so if they can do it and I'm an honest guy. Yeah. Not to sound bad, but I can kind of take their business, if that makes sense. Not, not, not and yeah. you know what I mean, but like I can yeah, definitely absolutely. compete as long as I'm honest and I do. Absolutely. Do what I, Good do realization. What I yeah. yeah. For yeah, sure. Much. Yeah. 100%. I love that. So um, tell me what the business looks like now. Like, tell me, you know, normally when I start these, tell me what's going really, really well. Okay. And then also give me some insight on what you're hoping to get out of this. Like, what's an area that is uh, something that you want to really focus your attention on that needs a little more help? So what's going really good is the guys that I have working for me. I've got two okay. <clears throat> and they're, and they're, they're pretty loyal to me. Um, they've turned down other jobs that, you know, are offering them more money, but I take care of my employees so that, you know, I buy them lunch, you know, twice a week. I give them extra tips nice. at the end of the week. I'm always congratulating yeah. them. Um, whenever I, whenever I'm leaving them with a job, I tell them, you know, they, this is clay. He's going to take good care of you. That kind of good, you know, that good stuff That's to it. where it makes him, makes them feel like, you know, um, I might own the company, but they feel like, you know, they're they have running some the sort of leadership yeah. there, and that's huge. Nice. Yeah. So you understand the dynamic of human motivation, and that's uh, that's yeah. really good. That's huge for a business owner. Nice. Okay, so you have two guys, yeah, sure. and uh, it's I love that you said when I leave the job, so you understand that you're actually better outside of the project. So we don't have to really yeah. dive too much into that. So yeah. I'm gonna narrow this down. You're wanting to expand. I assume you're wanting to sell more jobs, get more leads, kind of start growing your team. Is that kind of where you want to be? Yeah, for sure. For okay, sure. So you have these two guys, um, you're doing one job a day. You're probably generating with two guys between four and five K a week. Is that true? 
Yes, it is. Okay. About four and five K a week. Okay. So right now you're doing about 20 to 25,000 a month. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Got it. Okay. So these two guys, so let's talk about them real quick. So uh, you have clay who you call the, the, the leader when you're not there. Can he pretty much handle yes, all aspects of the job? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's really good with customers as well. So he's my right awesome. hand man. Uh, Where'd you meet Clay? I him out to do estimates quite yet. Um, I knew him a few years ago from a past experiences and he moved to Brunswick where I'm at. Okay. And, uh, and he was just looking for a job and he texted yeah, me. Yeah. I'm not telling you, he ain't doing estimates. No one's doing estimates, but you for the no. next year, <laughs> like yeah. at the very yeah. least. So that's yeah. not where I was going with that, but that's good. So you got another guy where, where's where did this guy come from? The other guy. Same thing. I knew him from past experiences and he moved to town cool. and he knew me and clay and he yeah. asked for a job and I was like, for sure. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, good. So, so what I'd like to do is kind of help you understand first thing is, um, you know, your production, even though you have two great guys, are you doing interior and exterior painting? Is that all you guys are doing right now? Yeah, we don't do cabinets and we don't do me either. Any, we don't, so we, we don't, yeah, we just do just like me. All right, perfect. Easy. So what I, what I, what I would want to first help you understand is that ideally you want three to four guys on every job. You know, that is the ideal scenario. Okay. Reason why is, is because yes, you can do two crews of two in a week, right? And you can do two jobs in a week, but if you have one crew of four, you can still do the same amount of work and no one's tired. Right. So the idea a lot of people have is that, okay, if I separate into two teams, you know, I can give this team of two the whole week to get a job done. Or I can have this team of two knock out a bigger job in three days and then a smaller job, or excuse me, I can have this team of four knock out a bigger job, a three-day job, and then a two-day job. You see what I'm saying? It's like it evens yeah. out. So with with four, you should generate between seven and 8,000, okay? That's how much you should generate on average. Sometimes you'll hit 10 if you price your jobs right and you guys hit your mark, but the, right. the par is seven to eight. So you're hitting four or five right now with two seven yeah. to eight opens up the door you see what i'm saying so yeah. it'll yeah. it'll create a little bit of a jump but really what i'm concerned about is that production system so did you have a plan for that or was that something you hadn't thought about where where were you with that what about hiring more people for the same crew um for the same crew yeah i am um and i don't necessarily have trouble with with getting leads but that's one thing that worries me is leads not coming in and being responsible for other people's paychecks. And, you know, All if right, I hire two more guys, you know, I've gone since in the past year and a half, we haven't had a day off work and we work most Saturdays. So, I mean, I'm not right. without, you know, I'm not without work, but it, it, in the, you know, being so new to this, it worries me hiring on more guys and having to find more work. I guess it's just that taking that, uh, that taking that other leap. Right. Taking that other leap, identifying that, you know, I like the, that you care enough about what's going on to say, hey, you know, do I want to take that leap and, and, and be ultimately responsible for somebody else? But hear me out real quick. What are you paying the top guy? You don't have to say their name. Just what are you paying the top guy? 25. 25. And what's the second guy getting? 15. Okay. So pretty good jump there. Obviously, the skill set is probably why. And 25 yeah. is good for somebody's running the job. Okay. So reality of the situation is you can find another 15. Okay. If you find another 15... All right. Right now, even if you don't sell any more work, 
you're looking at 600 bucks. Okay. And that's a team of three. That's if you sell no more work, that's 600 bucks a week. If that guy gets 40 hours, right. Ultimately the 600 bucks, you can make that happen. You could, I mean, I just know that you can make that happen. So to get to three and each is a stage, I'm not saying hire two at the same time. I'm saying hire that next one. Okay. But now you have a $600 cost, right? You can still fit that team of three into your same schedule that you're doing right now. No more Saturdays. Cause your guys probably don't want to work Saturdays. I don't know if he's getting 25 bucks an hour. They probably don't want to work Saturday after working five days a week. Right. No. So take away the Saturday, st- extend out your job a little, your jobs a little more. And now you, you can fit someone into your current system. That's all I'm saying is that the idea that you cannot bring someone on cause you're scared that you don't have enough leads. That's the mentality of someone that's trying to start another crew, not somebody that's trying to optimize the crew that they have. I see what right? you're saying. Yeah. You know, like that, yeah. that, that doesn't matter. Like I, I just want you to get rid of that because it's not true. Okay. I think immediately find someone else. Now you have a team of three and what's even better about that is clay. The, the manager, he now has two people under him instead of being responsible for one person. Now he's the leader of two changes the whole, the whole dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Are you doing any painting at all? Um, right now I'm renovating my own house. That's why I look like this, but no, um, okay. But, no. but not normally not for customers. Love it. So don't, no. don't do it. Okay. So now you have this team of three, right? That's the idea. That's optimal for you right now. Okay. Let's talk about leads though, because you know, that's, that's, you know, getting to four, that's another 600. Or if you find someone good, it's probably another 700. That's when you're probably going to want to expand out, get more jobs done in a week. Okay. Same crew, just doing two jobs in a week rather than maybe one and a small one. I don't know. You, sometimes you guys do two, right? If it's a, if it's two small ones, yeah. they'll knock out yeah. two. Okay. But you know, you know what I'm saying? You could handle a little bit bigger jobs, maybe fit them in. But where I'm getting at is leads. How, how are you generating your business now? What are, you know, how, how, how does it, how's that looking? Um, mostly Facebook. Um, but also the Sharon Williams pro board. We have so the it's best all passive. logo. Yeah. We have the best looking logo in Brunswick. So, okay. I mean, my, my business card sticks out across Stand everybody's out. card. Yeah, big time. Okay. And I, get, I get that from most of our customers. I love your logo. I love, you know, all that that's great. stuff. That's so great. I'm going to have to look it up. I don't yeah, want to see sure. it. So, that's cool, man. Do you have a card with you? Um, I do. I'll just show you the side of my truck real fast. If that's yeah, all right. see that. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. That's got, so that honestly is one of the coolest logos I've seen for sure. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it. But, yeah, so Facebook. Wait, wait. For those listening, he's got a paintbrush with, like, with like grass the marsh. coming out yes. of it as if it's the marsh. His golden marsh painting, the 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 grass is com- – whoever did that did a, gr- a really great job, by the way. Okay. Thank you. Thank but you. So, so logo, that's branding, right? I mean, that's great. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a really cool logo. That's sticking out to me. But where I'm getting at, and, and, and I'm just cutting to the cheese here, man, because your time's limited. I got to give you things that help you move forward. That's why you even are talking to me. So um, – both, that's passive, right? That means that you have to sit there and wait for that. Okay. Yeah. You've got to yeah. find an aggressive channel here. You can't just live as a business owner waiting for people to look at that nice logo or wait for someone at Sherman Williams to recommend you. Dude, I've been in business for five years. Best reputation in my area. All the Sherman Williams know me. They know I'm going to spend money at their store. 3% of my leads come from there. I mean, those guys aren't going to... Mm-hmm. 
refer you as much as you think, you know, they just don't, I mean, you know, they have to share the love too. I mean, they're not just going to pick one guy. They probably get, you know, told from corporate to, to spread the wealth. So where I'm getting at is there's got to be an aggressive. Have you thought about any aggressive marketing strategies? Do you know of any, um, have you tried any? Um, like I was saying, uh, mostly Facebook is where I, is where I post that. Are you buying, are you, that's not aggressive. That's not aggressive. That's no, that's not aggressive. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just talking about actually putting together a marketing campaign, like essentially like actually put, yeah. So really aggressive, easy way to think of it. You're paying, you're actually physically paying money to receive results. Okay. Right. So, so let me, yes. can I, you want me to cover a couple of them for you? Give you some idea on how they work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have, you have Facebook, like you can do a passive approach that's posting in groups. Really. When I, when I say passive, that means you're putting out a post in a group. You're, you're actually shooting it out there and trying to get people's attention to, uh, to look at that and say, you know what, getting my house painted would be a good idea. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Then you have an aggressive approach where you get on a service like Home Advisor, where people are saying, I want my house painted. I need a contractor, right? Mm. Two totally different people. Yes. That's how it works, right? Yeah. If you're not in a position to garnish some of that flow of people that already know they want their house painted, you're missing out. But yes, you can post in groups and say, hey, it's, you know, it's Hayden with, you know, you know, Golden Marsh. Just letting everyone know we just did this exterior and you're going to gain interest. People will see that like they're doing and probably say, oh, it'd be a good idea to get my house painted. Right. But again, passive, you can't really predict results with that. When you have an aggressive marketing strategy, you're putting yourself right in front of people who want their house painted. They've already came up with a budget for it. They just need a contractor now and you're that person. Okay. I'm not saying to, to just go all in. I'm saying just have balance. You want to be able to supplement your passive marketing strategy with some aggressive marketing strategy. Now that's not just home advisor. I'm just using them as an example. I'm talking Google ads, right? Traffic. So if I need a paint job, I'm Googling painters in my area. Will I find golden marsh painting if I did that? No, you would not. Okay. So do you have a Google listing currently? I do not. All right. Major major thing today. If you don't get anything out of this, you need to go to business.google.com. You need to get yourself a Google listing. That is the most important thing right now. 80% of anyone that calls my company comes from Google and I don't even pay Google anymore. It's straight off our reputation. We have 121 five-star reviews on there. So when people see that they look, who's got the highest rating we do, they hit the call button, call us. They don't even okay. look at the reviews. They just see it. Just like you do when you go to a restaurant, right? Yeah. Yeah. The same yeah. thing. And, and, and that's why I wanted to talk to you because I feel like this could be beneficial because I, because I know that already. I just haven't taken the steps, nor do I really yeah. know how to take the steps. And we're also so busy that I haven't taken that step forward to try to grow the company, if that makes sense. Like right. I said, we haven't had a day. Honestly, brother, I think what you have is awesome and you're way ahead of where I mean, to go from COVID to like to working for somebody, you've done really well. You have two guys that are running your jobs for you. To get even to that point, bro, is is you, you listen to this podcast. So you know a lot of the people that I help are still trying to get that one or two guys, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to actually help them, you know, leave the job. So you're there. I'm just yeah. saying now you got to be a marketer. 
Okay. Because you have production, right? Like, like I'm, I'm going to use, I'm going to drop it, dude. I got drip jobs. I have the best, honestly, best software hands down for contractors. Okay. But if no one knows about it and, and people that want software can't find it, it's just going to sit there. It's the same thing with you. You know, you have the best branding, you know, you have the best guys. And really the struggle is, is when people want the service that you offer, they're finding other people because you're not there. Yeah. Right. There's enough painting yeah. to go around, bro. You can't paint everything. There's a 0% chance you can paint all the demand that's happening at this moment. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you were in front yeah. of a hundred people, how many would you sell? A lot. Yeah. So that's what it comes down You're to, right. man. It's just being present. So in terms of marketing, man, so, that's, that's the goal. So um, a big thing that you, that you've told me that I was, that, that hit me hard was the passive and aggressive. Cause I've been, I've been paying $200 every week for a Facebook ad, not even, not even $200 every okay. two weeks. And that'll get me about four jobs. So, okay. so my ROI on that is pretty good. Um, so that's all passive. I never, I never really thought about like, you know, the difference between passive and aggressive, I guess, if that makes sense. Right. So we, we've been doing great for the past year with the passive ads or being passive. And now I need to know. Now I know that I need to go and do an aggressive ad. Well, aggressive I, I is just with the two before. Like yeah, that. yeah. It's it's important to know because, like, think for example, Facebook is like digital door knocking, right? If you were just relaxing, watching TV, and someone came up to your house and knocked on your door and said, "Hey, Hayden, just so you know, we're a local painting company. We do great work. Um, here's some before and after pictures. Are you interested in a quote?" You're not in the mindset of what's the budget? What do I need to do to get this done? Oh, I have other projects that I've been putting off. Like that's a different type of, of interaction rather than you being motivated. You've already come up with the idea that you're going to spend this much. You're just waiting for somebody to be like, Hey, you got to spend more. <laughs> you know, that's how, that's yeah. how it works when sales come through, but you have an idea at least, and you've already committed to the job. You've already have an idea of the time frame, And then you go to Google and you're like, okay, yeah. painting contractors in, New Brunswick. And if Brunswick, Brunswick sorry. And go. if Golden Marsh is not mm. there, okay, and I suggest you do this. Go on Google as a customer. Painting contractors, Brunswick. Who's coming up? See who your competition is. See how many reviews those guys have. Set your sights on getting whatever those reviews are times two. And then you'll yeah. be the number one contractor in your area. That's how it works. But that's an aggressive approach to being where customers are when they want you just got to know the game you got to know where the consumer goes when they want your service and you know this everyone goes to google yeah and and don't get me wrong when they go to google they might see a an ad from home advisor and be like and home advisor is like hey we'll give you three screened and approved pros because contractors have such a bad reputation that's a pretty appealing deal to a homeowner would you agree yeah it is yeah. So that's why they do it. They go there and they're like, okay, I, it's a safer bet for me to actually go through this service than it is for me to try to do this on my own. And then home advisor sells you that person's information along with a couple other contractors in their network and you get a chance to bid. But the reality is that person's ready to go. They are, they're already primed and ready to go. When you are on Facebook, you're doing the priming. You're the one who's showing them, wow, this is what the before and after looks like. And they're thinking, man, I would, I would like to see what that is. But the problem is when you do those estimates, you sticker shock them. They're not ready to pay five grand. Yeah. 
So the closing ratio is going to be lower. The, the leads will be cheaper on Facebook, but the closing ratio is usually a lot lower because they're not ready for that price. I don't want to disagree with you, but I sell about 60 to 75% of my jobs on Facebook. Okay. So I, I don't, and I, and I don't know why, because I believe what you're saying that I'm the one that's doing the priming, but do you think maybe it's my, my sales that's getting the jobs whenever I go in? Absolutely. And bid and talk I will to the take customer. that. I will, I will not take that away from you. I'm talking more on, on a macro scale, like a big scale, right? If you like, like you might be doing a phenomenal job with, I don't know what your ads look like. I don't know what you're saying in the ads. And I also don't know your pricing. Could you be underbidding your jobs? You could be, you know, would you say that you're higher than most? Like if you're, if you're closing ratio, and this is just from my experience, again, I could be wrong. You could be a way better salesman than me. I have no clue. But where I'm getting at is, is that if you're selling 60, 70%, you're probably underbidding your jobs. And that's just from what I've learned in this industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I've learned. So let's talk yeah. about that. How are you pricing out jobs? Uh, well, basically, I walk in and I take square footage and I normally okay. charge like one, depending on, you know, how tall the walls are, how many jut outs there are in different cut in, you know, around cabinets and stuff like that. But I normally charge like 175 to like 275 a square foot. For the whole house? Yeah. And that's one coat for the whole that's, house that's ceilings walls trim doors yes you're underbidding your work 100 and you're not basing that off of anything you know the problem when you do it like that is like you're saying okay 175 to two dollars right but like when it comes to pricing it should all be marginal like it should be based on your cost so it's concerning when you say hey i'm just going to get the square footage and i'll say oh 175 if it has you know cutouts if it's not or if it's not too difficult two dollars and the problem with that, the problem with that is, is that when you price jobs, you got to know the costs first. Mm -hmm. And then you got like, you know, can I break how I do it real quick? Maybe, maybe it'll give you some insight. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. go ahead. All right. So, so for example, and I'll do it with your example here. You have two guys, 25 and 15, that's $40. Okay. Do you have them on payroll? Yes. Okay. So you're probably paying workers comp and stuff. Yes. Awesome. Dude, I love how. I'm so happy to hear that stuff. All right. So let's say 50 bucks is what they are per hour. Right. And you look at an interior and you say, okay, this is a 2000 square foot interior ceilings, walls, trim and doors. How many days do you think it would take your team to do up to you're not paying? I would say a week, 2000 doors trim. Yeah, probably, probably four and a half on. days. They four should do it in five, five, about five days. Those guys, 2000 square foot, everything top to bottom. Okay. So that's $50 an hour. Okay. So that's times 40. That's remember that's for both guys. So 50 times 40, $2,000. Okay. So that's what your labor cost is two grand yes. all in. So for you as the yes. business owner to pay these guys to do the work, two grand. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about paint 2000 square foot house, ceilings, walls, trim doors. You want to give me a, a guesstimate on how much paint you think it's going to be? 2,000 square feet, I'd say probably 15 to 18 gallons on, with doors, gallons? trim, walls. I would, yeah. I, I'd say, and, and I'd I say. I didn't say this. Okay. Oh, um, It's like a dollar 75 to 275, but then I add on their labor. So it's like a dollar okay. 75 a square foot for just paint. And then I figure out how much time I think it's going to take my guys. And then I, 
I add that on top of the square footage. I'm all right, sorry. Well, I might like that the, that's all right. Yeah, that helps. I mean, I was about to say that's really low, but it's fine. Just why don't yeah. you just follow along with me and you might like this way okay. better because this okay. is what I do and it helps me set up a negotiation too after I show you this. Okay. So we got two grand for our labor. You said that you're thinking about 18 to 20 gallons. Let's say 20 gallons for the whole thing just to be safe, right? Okay. Yeah. $40 a gallon, 800 bucks. Okay. 2,000 square foot house. So that means our costs. Or 2800 bucks. Are you following me so far? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's what, here's the thing. Could you sell this job for 2800 bucks? If, if I was your customer and all you would have to pay to get it done is 2800 bucks, could you sell it for 2800 bucks without losing money? I wouldn't. No, I would not. I didn't sell ask you if you would. I say, I'm asking you if you could. Could as in business wise or would the customer accept it? Could. I'm just saying, could you sell this job without losing any money? If your costs are no, 2,800 bucks, no. yes, you could, you wouldn't lose a doubt. You'd break even. Okay. I'm just going somewhere with this. You, you would break even. Okay. You know I'm what I'm saying? You'd break even. Okay. So what we want to do though, is we want to make 50%. That's the goal, right? We want to, we want to make 50% on every dollar that we sell. That's a really good margin to shoot for. Okay. Do you understand profit margins? Yes. Awesome. So at 2,800 to get to 50%, what do we do? We just double that, right? So that's 5,600 bucks. Okay. So that okay. would be a price that you would sell that for, right? 5,600, right? I'm thinking I'm sitting in front of a house right now that's a thousand square feet. If I were to walk in and give him an estimate, it would probably be more around six grand. Okay. I so think you're I would actually... go in and charge more around six grand. Okay. So that'd be 55% about. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that yeah. all I'm getting, all I'm showing you is that with that pricing structure. Now, if I divide 5,600 divided by 2000, that's coming out to be $2 and 80 cents a square foot. You see, because this, okay. the, the price per square footage is just to show the customer. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. I can hear you fine. Yeah, yeah. The price per square foot is just to show the customer. Okay. So you can come in. I love it. You would come in at six grand, right? And then let's get yeah. into sales now, because here's where I, this is my favorite topic. You come in at six grand, you know, that six grand is a 55% margin based on what you just calculated. But the customer goes, Oh, you know what? Hayden, that's a little high, man. We're, you know, we might have to think about it. And then you have the ability to say, well, let me ask you a question. You know, I really want to do this job. If I do the job for 5,600, would you allow me to earn your business today? But you know, at 5,600, you're hitting a 50% margin. That's why it's important to know these margins ahead of time. So you have the ability to negotiate. Okay. And still know that you're negotiating from a powerful position. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. But I like that you came in and you're like, okay, I'm thinking six grand. Even you eyeballing it, you're saying, okay, yeah. this would be six grand. So you may be pricing really good. Maybe you're just a really good salesperson. That's great. I love it. You know, with what you're doing, it's working, but your concern when you, when you reached out to me was that you were concerned about the lead flow. And all I wanted you to understand is that leads are like stocks. If you were an investor and you had one stock that's performing really well, you want to diversify because if that stock stops performing well, Hey, you know what? You're still able to generate lead flow from home advisor, from paid Facebook ads, not just you boosting posts. You know, that's a little bit different. You have somebody that's actually doing this for you paying for that Google ads, you can blow your company up, man. As long as you can keep the production 
in line with the demand, you could be a million dollar company easily. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I think, I, I think I need to get into more aggressive ads. Like I said, that blew my mind when you said, it, cause I've never dif- differentiated the two of aggressive and passive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good, man. That's good. So kind of just, just wrapping it all together, man. You know, when I, when it comes down to this, do you have any other outstanding questions about, you know, the marketing aspect? Cause I feel like if your sales is as good as, as it sounds, you know, really you just need to get in front of more people, man. That's really the secret yeah. here. And then, you know, how about, how do you feel about bringing on that third person? Is that something that you, uh, that you, you'd be okay with? Yeah, I know. I'd be totally fine bringing in that third person, but that just goes back to my original concern of leads. And I, like I said, I don't have trouble with leads. It's just whenever I start hiring more people, I need to get in front of more people to sell jobs. But I just, well, remember, um, I, I don't know that we, avenue. Yeah. yeah remember what we said though, that 600 is temporary, right? You're just stacking your team and you're getting more leads at the same time. That's $600 you can afford right now without getting any more jobs. You're just yeah. taking less profit. Yeah. So yes, it does hurt you, but you're not like going to be out of money, not able to support somebody. Yeah. Get the, get the guy first, get him float in with your team. And then you're going to be like, Oh crap, I got another guy. Let me spend some money on marketing and start generating some more leads. You, you kind of, it's like a balance. You're like, as, as soon as production starts, you know, getting bigger, you're like, okay, let me spend more on leads to make sure I can keep the team busy. That will never stop. You're always going to be doing that. Every time you hire somebody, you're gonna be like, I don't know if I can keep that guy busy, but then you're gonna be like, all right, well, let me get more leads, more opportunities. I'm going to sell more jobs. And then you just balance it. Dude, that is being a business owner. You're constantly balancing production and marketing. And then you being the business owner right now, you're doing the sales. So you're putting those things together. Every time you go and do an estimate, all you're doing is getting somebody to, you're a plug, you're a middleman, you're getting people to, you know, buy your production and you just need to get enough in front of enough people that are ready to do, to do so. You know, and you see it's beneficial to speak with you because I know this already, but I have not, I just haven't made the leap. You know, I like, I like, I kind of know this already, but it's, like I need to hear it and I really need to take yeah. action on it. But also it's my, you know, it's my first year and a half. Like I was, I'm impressed. Two years ago and that's it. Like, you know, like nice. I've never been, you know, quote the boss of business. So like, this is my first So you were the ever. manager in the kitchen. Yeah. I used to, I used to be a, a, a GM of a restaurant, bro. So I know, dude, yeah. you have leadership skills there. Like you, yeah. you learn leadership in a kitchen. Like that's you're, you're constantly balancing things in a kitchen, right? You constantly have yeah. to make sure sous chef's got your, and you're putting the dishes together. Like that's the same thing, bro. You're making sure that this guy's good. The production, you're making sure marketing's good. But here's the thing back in the day, you'd have to generate your own leads. You'd probably go out and knock doors, pay yeah. someone to do it, pay yeah. someone, either pay home advisor or pay a marketer, pay someone to generate you that bro instant ROI. If they, if they suck at generating you leads, don't pay them anymore. But if you get good leads in ec- and you're going to sell jobs in excess of whatever you pay them, done deal, you know, done deal. Don't waste your time. Your time is most valuable selling. If you spend any time on Facebook trying to market, like that's great and all, but again, like that's not dialed in, man. The difference between you boosting posts on Facebook and someone actually targeting an audience, retargeting them every time they interact with you, really building that relationship online with them, which good marketers will do. Like that's way different. That's somebody that's actually spending their entire day 
making sure that your account is, is instead of just hitting, you know, boost posts to the radius, which has worked, not saying it's not going to work, but it's not dialed in and you yeah. need something dialed in, you know? Um, I don't know if we, how much more time we have here, but one question that I've no heard a lot. We started early. One, You're good. And one question that I kind of want to answer it is what's better home advisor or Angie's list to you? Cause I use Angie's list. They're I the first same started. company. So yeah, they actually but, just merged. So there, there's the, you know, you're going to get mixed reviews. The reality of the situation is again, you got to You got to know the game. First of all, like yeah. you can't just enter it like blindly. Unfortunately, a lot of people lose money because they don't understand sales. Like Man, that's what I did. Whenever I started with Andy. That's all right. 90% of people do. And that's home advisors fault for not educating the, the people that are buying their leads enough. Cause it would actually make them more money in the long term. but that's okay. But really what I'm getting at is you have to understand sales. When somebody gets, when, when someone puts in their information to those things, Angie's List customers are way more, uh, they understand the game a lot more because they're very loyal to that brand. Yeah. Home Advisor customers, they just want to quote, right? So the Home Advisor leads, and I'm going to talk to you as if they're separate still. Home Advisor leads are people that usually respond to some form of advertising. And it says, Hey, would you like a free quote on your house instantly? And they go, yeah, I do. I want to see how much it would be to paint my house. They think that they're just going to get a price shown to them on the screen most of the time. Yeah. And then what happens is, is they go through a form that only allows them to put one thing in at a time. First name, last name, address, all the way through. It's, it's psychology. They, Home Advisor understands this very well, okay? Because they put all their information in and then it says, hey, what's your address? We're going to send this to contractors and you're going to get a price. Some people run away from that and they're like, oh, I'm not putting that in. Other people are like, well, I, I went this far. Let me see what happens. And they click it. Okay. Here's what happens. You're the contractor now. It might be Friday night, eight o'clock. You're with your family. You get a notification. Hey, you have a new lead from home advisor. You're like, yeah, I'll get to that Monday. I'm not, I'm not doing any work this weekend. Okay. No, that's, no, not you, right? A little bit different. You're going to call I'm me. there Saturday morning at 8 a.m. I'm not going to go love at 8, 9 p.m. to someone's house, but I'm there at 8 a.m. the next morning. So you're going to make that call. That's fine. All right, so let's say you do make that call in the morning because it's late, all right? Well, the people that put it in, they didn't know that they were going to get phone calls, right? So you as the contractor have to understand this. You got to understand who you're selling to. Hey, hey, this is Hayden. Hey, I know you put in something on, on Home Advisor real quick. I don't want to take your time on your Saturday. I just want to let you know uh, the way it works is we're going to come out uh, next week. We can give you a, a quote for the exterior of your house. It'd just take about 30 minutes. I have Monday or Tuesday available. Which day works best for you? Right? You're not, yeah, you're not going back and forth. A lot of people will be like, hey, is this uh, Joanne? And she'll be like, yeah. And then they'll be like, Hey, uh, did you put a request in on home advisor for a painting estimate? And she'll be like, no. And then hang up. Right. So like, you got to understand sales. You got to understand like what they did, why they did it, how it happened. And then what your goal is, is just to get in front of them. So you got to make sure it, it is as easy and as seamless as possible to do so. But let's pretend they don't answer the phone and you paid $90 for this lead, right? So you're stressing out, you're calling, they didn't answer. You call it 12, no answer because the customer understands, uh-oh, I did something wrong. I hit the button and now I'm going to get blown up by people, strangers who want to come give me a quote. Contractors are bad. I don't want this. This is making me feel uncomfortable, right? That could happen. Yeah. You already spent 90 bucks. You're already getting pissed. 
You're mad at HomeAdvisor. Everyone's upset. Drip jobs. This software has a functionality in it that automatically follows up with customers through text message and email whenever that lead comes in automatically. So if that lead came in at nine o'clock, Drip Jobs is sending them a text message and an email with our logo, premium painting, a nice paragraph of who we are, what we do, and then a button for them to book an appointment. Done. So they have the ability to sit back for a second, be like, oh, okay, this company, let me, let me look up premium painting. Oh, they're good. Okay. Let me go back to yeah. this email and book an appointment different. If they don't do that, the next day it sends them an, S an email. The next day it sends them an email and a text message the next day. So it follows up with them. That's sales staying on top of them without me making a phone call. Big difference. So with that being said, you asked me, what is the difference between the two? Are they any good leads are leads? You have to understand yeah. how to nurture them. Yeah. Is that helpful? Okay. Yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah. So um, really, if, if I could just summarize some like action steps for you, bro, because that's what I really think that you are way ahead of the game. Ride your momentum. You started in COVID. I love the story. I love your logo. Again, that's probably one of the coolest logos. I think you're right. Um, I'm really, I'm really impressed by that. I don't know. Anyway, so action step. Hire that guy. Don't worry that you can't afford that guy because you can. Break down the numbers, bro. You're just going to make less profit yeah. for a little bit until you can, until you can fit more work into one week. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, that's all I'm saying. You're right now. You can only do X amount of work. If you add someone to that, you might be able to fit more work into that week. Would you agree? Do you think if you have three people yeah. working, you could do more work in one week? For sure. Yeah. And it's going to be an excess of the cost of the employee, which he's 600 bucks. Do you think you can generate $1,600 to make a thousand extra by bringing on one yep. more person. Right. Totally. So that that's where, that's the thinking that you have to have. That's where it makes sense. You have to write it down. It's one of those things you might have to do. Okay. That's action. Number one, action. Number two, bro. We got to get on Google. You got a website. You got um, a website? I do, but it's not, it's not a web. I All mean, right. I do, but it, like I haven't touched it since I made it. Okay. So we do that. If you want, I can help you with that. Um, pretty easy. And it's really nice. They come out really good. Um, but anyway, you need a website, you need Google. Um, and then number three, man, very, very important. You really need to start thinking about these aggressive marketing channels because those are going to stimulate your lead flow, get you in front of people, dude. If you're closing the way you're closing, you're going to make ROI like rapid, bro. Yeah. Rapid. So. I need to. You will. I mean, it's no question. It's a law of averages, this business. If you, if you get in front of a hundred people, you're closing 70%, you're going to be in excess big time. You're going to be stressed because you have too much work. Then you really got to hire. So I would, I would be yeah, confident what you built, sure. bro. You have something really good. Was this helpful? Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Very much. All right, man. All right. Well, I'm going to close this out here, bro. I appreciate your time. And uh, thanks again for, for jumping on, man, the business breakthrough. Yes, sir. Thank you, Tanner. No problem. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you 
how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money. And you're going to love the features that are built into DripJob. So if you want to check it out, head over to DripJobs.com. And we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you. And I'll catch you on the next episode.